Welcome back to the We're Going on a Trip podcast. This is your host, Marison. I am so excited you're here. We have a highly anticipated episode this week. We're talking all things dating abroad. Before we jump into this episode, I want to thank everyone who has supported this podcast. It really means a lot. It's been a few months since the last time I uploaded an episode. Um, I've actually been finishing out my world tour um, and I've been on the road and just traveling a lot. This past year, I actually visited 10 countries in total. So it was an incredible year of travel for me. That is all to say that I have a lot of ideas for future episodes. So you can rest assured that I am going to do my best to stay consistent and continue to upload on here. And now, without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. We're talking about what mindset you should bring to dating abroad, a few safety tips, how to meet people either on the apps or in real life, and a few juicy stories of my experiences dating abroad. So I wanted to start this episode off by addressing probably one of the most important aspects of dating in general. So whether you're getting to, you're getting ready to you know, date abroad for the first time or you've done this before, you should really know um, that you have to mentally prepare for this experience. So first and foremost, we need to manage expectations. So whether you're passing by and will only be in this location for a few days or you'll be there a little more long term or you're relocating there, just don't go into dating thinking there you're going to instantly hit it off, feel the chemistry, or that there's going to be a second date. So just show up as yourself, have fun, and see where things go. I feel like putting too much pressure on yourself or the other person is just never fun. So remember that this is a low-pressure situation. It's super empowering to know that the stakes are low. So if you don't end up hitting it off, no worries. And if you're only going to be there for a few days or passing by, the likelihood of you seeing this person and just the chances are super slim. So depending on how long you'll be there, you can also just shift your mindset accordingly. So don't take things personally. If you felt a connection and the other person didn't, it's usually not about you and more about external factors. So just have fun and enjoy the experience. So while we're talking about showing up as our best selves, I've actually never done this, but I feel like I should at least once show up with an alter ego, <laughs> like Beyonce with Sasha Fierce and Meg Thee Stallion with Tina Snow, especially if it's like a casual date situation, you're only going to be there for a few days. Um, showing up as someone else can be a lot of fun. So I've actually never done this before. I feel like I'll have to get into the lab and try that one out. So I'll see how that goes and I'll report back with my findings. So now that we are in the right headspace, we have no expectations and we're ready to have some fun and be open to this experience. We're going to dive into tips on how to stay safe while dating abroad. So even when I'm dating back at home in the States, I follow most of these safety rules. So, you know, just take a pen, a piece of paper and pen or write these down. I think they're great. So first and most important, this should go without saying honestly, but first dates should always, and I mean always, be in public spaces. Do not meet up with a stranger at their apartment, hotel, 
home or a random place that's far away from where you're staying or away from people. Just if you're solo, text your friends and let them know that you're going on a date. If you have pictures of your date, either like from the app or if you took a picture of them or whatever might whatever you have, share that with them. Share the details. If you have the name of the restaurant, um, the neighborhood that you're meeting up in, the times, text them all the details you might have. It feels good to know that someone else is also looking out for you. So if the date is going well and it's going a little bit over time or it's going later into the night, communicate that with your friends. Let your friends know that you're okay and that it's going well. And also do not forget to also send a text at the end that you've made it home safely. Let's just close the loop there. Now, if you're going on a solo trip or if you're going with family or if you're just with friends or, you know, um, just do the same. Let the people that you're with know that you're going on a date and share those details. If you're traveling with others, you more than likely um, trust them. So share your location with them. So if you have an iPhone, turn on your location, share with them. It doesn't have to be the entire time. Just for the day, go ahead and share your location. They can keep tabs on you and just make sure that everything's looking good. So these two tips um, are according to personal preference. So the first is what time the date will be. So if you're not comfortable with an evening or dinner date, just don't go on an evening or dinner date. Instead, ask if you can meet earlier in the day. Um, And the second one is whether you want to drink alcohol or not. If you don't feel comfortable drinking alcohol, if you just don't want to, ask for something non-alcoholic. Don't feel pressure to do anything that you do not want to do. You're in control in the situation. Do whatever makes you feel most comfortable. And now, under the unfortunate uh, scenario that you do not feel safe or you're just not feeling it, you can always end the date and leave. Especially if you're not feeling safe and you're getting a bad feeling, you need to create an escape plan. And that is all dependent of where you are. So let's just say that you're just not feeling it. You don't, you know, you're there's not a vibe going. You're just not feeling it. Create an escape plan. So excuse yourself to the bathroom. Call a taxi or an Uber and time it where it's going to be there. Like by the time you get out, um, go back to the table if you guys are sitting at a table, whatever that might be. Um, and you know, you don't owe anyone an excuse, but if you want to give an excuse, my go-to is I have a personal emergency. I have to go take care of, um, and then just go. My Uber's outside. Um, you know, just whatever it is, just, just, just go. If you're not feeling it, don't feel inclined to stay however long you, you know, that's your prerogative, like do whatever makes you feel most comfortable. And in the scenario that you just do not feel safe, um, do the same, um, excuse yourself to the bathroom, order a car. Um, and you know, if there is, you know, staff, if you're at a restaurant, whatever it might be, like if you need immediate assistance, let other people know. Um, and yeah, just take, take control of the situation. If you feel like you're in immediate danger, let those around, you know, um, call the police, get up and scream, shout, make a scene, whatever it is that you got to do um, to make you feel comfortable and away from a potentially dangerous situation. Like do that. Feel compelled to do whatever makes you feel comfortable to get out of a weird situation. But yes, always create an escape plan um, and 
yeah, don't feel compelled to stay somewhere you don't feel comfortable or you feel unsafe. You have every single right to leave. All right, now that we've covered safety, we're going to jump into where to meet people. This is probably one of the questions that my girlfriends ask me the most, and it's where do I meet people? You know, how do I find dates? Um, What's up with that? So this is all depending on how long you'll be there in a specific location and honestly how much work you really want to do. So there's two options. You can either meet people out in real life, out and about, and or on the apps. So if you want to be proactive and have dates already set up by the time you arrived, um, you might want to consider a dating app. And because there's some dating apps that let you change your location, and you can just start swiping and matching before you've even landed. So if you haven't tried the app approach um, before, um, yeah, consider it. I've actually never tried um, doing the apps before getting there. I usually wait until I get there and and do my thing when I've, you know, when I've already got kind of situated wherever I am. Uh, but I know that some people have done that and they've found it successful. And it's just, if you're only going to be there for a day or two, you really want to go on a date in X city. Like if you're going to Paris and you're like, this is my dream. I want to have a date, a romantic date in Paris. And by all means. All right. And a few more safety tips about, you know, just swiping and, and the apps and those things. Um, do not share any personal information over the apps. Um, you just never know. Like, of course, like don't, you know, share where you're staying or just like, you know, anything that could be weird. Just use your common sense. Don't share personal things over apps because you just do not know who's on the other side of um, these apps. Um Also, another thing is some apps have a feature where you can get verified. So I'm a Bumble girl. So I know that Bumble specifically, you can get verified on it. So the app, um, if you want to, it like prompts you with the, like it gives you specific pose you have to do and you take a selfie um, and then someone on Bumble's team approves or rejects the profile. So that's also another thing, like if you're only trying to date people who've been verified, look for their little blue verification. Um, so that's also something to to take into consideration with the apps. Um, and okay, so let's just say that you're not having luck on the apps. It's not looking good. Um, and you just want to meet someone in real life, you know, um, there's a lot of places to meet, uh, people out. So my personal favorite is, uh, doing activities. So I'm a big fan of things like Airbnb experiences. So examples of really cool experiences that you can do were like cooking classes, painting, walking tours, food tours, like you name it. So if you see someone who looks cute to you and, obviously like it's not coupled up or not with you know wearing like a wedding ring or something like that like feel free to approach and get to know them a little better so if you you know see someone and you think they're cute like why not like if you're out and you're at a coffee shop or at a park or at a bar whatever the world's your oyster shoot your shot have fun don't be afraid to approach someone you never know what could come from it and as a noted added bonus for shooting your shot, I'm going to share some of my go-to lines I share with strangers who I think are cute. So before you approach someone, assess the situation. 
You can usually tell when someone is also into you or trying to get your attention, if they're kind of like looking at you, glancing. So if that's the case, that's almost like an invitation. So don't be afraid to be the first to approach. Some of my favorites, you know, openers are simple. Like, where are you from? Where is your accent from? Like, are you familiar with this area? What's a must-do? Like, what's a must-do to do in the area? Do you want to do it together? If you want to get a little spicier, you know, you like, if that person is single and open to it, you just might land a date from that interaction. So don't be scared to approach others and have fun with it. All right, so we have finally arrived to our story time. So I figure it's in this episode is, you know, pretty informational. I'll just give you two stories um, and then I will do another episode just devoted to dating abroad stories to make it really extra juicy. So on this episode, I'll give you one of um, I met in real life and then another one from the apps. So this first story is one of the most recent ones and probably one of the wildest dating abroad experiences I've actually had. Um, And it was a few months ago. So um, one of my best friends and I, uh, we took a five-week trip to Europe um, where we visited five countries. It was incredible, beautiful, so much fun. Um, So the first country on the trip was Portugal. So we were staying in Lisbon for most of the time while we were there. Um, And our second to last day um, that we were there, we took a train ride to visit Sintra um, and go see some of the castles out there. And it was beautiful. Um, And so when we arrived, um, we actually met two other solo travelers and they were super cool. So we decided to kind of just spend the day exploring together um, and we um, ended up taking the train back to Lisbon. So we ended up exchanging WhatsApps or contact info and we were like, all right, let's all meet up for drinks and dinner later that day. Like, you know, let's just have some fun. So we did end up meeting for, um, you know, dinner later, later that day. Um, and one thing led to another and we ended up bar hopping. So, and then from, from that, we actually ended up being out until 4am. So after a super long day of just walking and exploring by 4am, I was ready to knock out. Like I was tired. Like I'm ready for my bed. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it was an exhausting day. So we're standing outside of this, like the last club that we were going to. And I'm like, you know, you're just tired. I low-key look like a sweaty mess. And this guy approaches me and my friend and he asks where we're from. And so we just start talking and, you know, you know, we're just chatting it up. And so my friend goes to sit down and this guy, we're just, you know, talking for for a little while and then so he I asked him like what are you doing in Lisbon like what what brings you here and he said that he was actually there for his cousin's wedding so like right when he said that like it was kind of crazy like some of his family members passed by and they were all dressed up so apparently they had had like the rehearsal dinner earlier that day because the guy he was wearing like a suit and like they were all like dressed up like it was, they looked really nice so they had you know gone to the rehearsal dinner earlier that day and they were kind of just partying and the wedding was that next day aka that that same day because it was 4 a.m. So um, right before he left, he asked for my Instagram um, and he asked me, he's like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, well, it's my last day. I'm 
one of my favorite things to do is just bike. So I was like, I'm probably just going to rent a bike and, and bike across, you know, like the waterfront or whatever. And so he's like, well, do you want to come to the wedding reception with me? Like, do you want to be my date? And I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. And I was like, all right, we'll see, whatever. So, you know, I end up making it, we make it home. We, you know, we sleep for a few hours and I wake up and I have all these DMs from, from the guy that we met. And he's like, he's like, you know, the offer still stands. If you want to come to the wedding reception, like you're welcome to. He sent me like the info of like the venue and just like pictures. So I knew that it was legit. Like he didn't, you know, it seemed like my gut was telling me that like he was actually there for a wedding. Like his family members passed by and like they came to say hi. And, you know, so I was like, all right, this is legit. So I was like, all right, well, let's see what happens. Um. But the funny thing is that was our last day in Lisbon. The next day, we had a super early flight because we were going to Spain the next day. So we had an early flight to Malaga. So around, you know, um, lunchtime, he's like, you know, sending me all these DMs and I start responding and, you know, and he's like, all right, well, like, you're, you're more than welcome to join. Like, this is, this is the info. Like, this is, you know, so on this five-week trip, I only brought a carry-on. So on my carry-on, I did not think that I was going to have to, you know, bring like a la lavish dress for a black tie wedding. He said, it's black tie. Like, I, And I was like, dude, like I'm going to stand out like a sore thumb. Like I clearly don't have, like I had a few cute outfits. Like I had this cute little green, you know, dress. Um, and I was like, all right, like let me just send him a picture of the dress and like if it fits, like if you think it's going to be good for the vibe of the, of the wedding, then, then I'll come. Cause I mean, my packet, like my, you know, my luggage is pretty packed. Like I didn't have space and I just didn't want to buy like an extra, like a long dress. Like I didn't want to carry that for four weeks. So I was like, you know, like if it, if this dress is cool with you, then like we'll do it. So he ended up being like, yeah, like let's, that's good. Like, all right, you should come. So I was, I was still kind of on the fence. So, um, I, you know, started telling my friends, I was like, you guys, like, should I do this? And, and then I posted an Instagram story and I told, you know, a few of my friends and I was like, y'all, like, should I go to this wedding? Like, should, should I do this? Um, and you know, most people were like, dude, if you don't go, I'm going to be pissed. Like you have to do this. Um, so I looked up the venue and I saw how far away it was. It's it was a little bit outside of Lisbon. It was about like like a twenty five minute Uber or whatever. Um, so I was like, all right, whatever. So then I was like, all right. I got ready, did my hair, did my makeup, put on my outfit, and I was like, I'm on my way. Um, so on my way there, um, I don't know. So it's it was this huge villa. So it's this beautiful villa over like us on the water overlooking Lisbon on the other side so at night you could just see all the lights so it was really hard to find the venue because it's like almost like dirt roads on that side so my uber driver and I could not find this venue so I start calling him I'm like dude like what's going on I was like did you give me the right address like this looks super sketchy I was so close to turning back and being like yo, I'm, I'm going back home. Like, this is not it. And then he, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm leaving the venue. I'm going to come find you. So he eventually comes and finds me. And then we walk back to the venue. Um, 
and y'all I walk into this into this wedding venue and it was the crazy craziest thing I've ever seen like it's insanely beautiful like I I was like is this real life so we walk in he like you know um and like he makes a beeline he's like all right we're going to the bar he's like you need to catch up he didn't like say it like in a weird way like I didn't feel like he was being weird I was like you know what yeah I feel like I do like I was like I'm actually here so we you know drank a, a glass of champagne we toasted and we followed with a tequila shot and next thing you know I was on the dance floor I was absolutely tearing it up on the dance floor if you know me I love to dance you know it's just it was a lot of fun so I you know we drank danced ate like the night away really was a lot of fun um and it was crazy it was like there was fireworks and dancers and like you know live music and it was funny because like obviously I was there as his date and like his family was there like his cousin was getting married so his like parents were walking around like he introduced me to his cousins and it was just really interesting so knowing that the venue was a little bit outside of you know Lisbon proper and knowing you know it was going to take me maybe like 25 30 minutes to get back I had an early y'all remember I have an early flight to Spain that like that same day basically at that point it was like 2 30 like 3 a.m so I was like I need to go <laughs> like I hadn't like finished packing like I had kind of like done some of it but like you know like you still have a few things you gotta you know take care of so I was like I really need to go like hopefully I could even get like an uber at that point I was like almost worried so I was like let me see if I can get an uber if there's any service really because it was it was also kind of spotty up there um so I was able to secure an uber and I made it back to um you know my airbnb and yeah it was quite an experience but that that's the story of how I ended up going to a wedding reception in Lisbon so yeah it was an interesting story and this next story is really interesting because um this date the story that I'm going to tell right now is actually um the reason why I started a podcast um so I'll get into that towards the end um but essentially last so this was October of 2021 um I was in Mexico City for a month so I was spending um a month out there and one of my dreams is to spend um, Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, um, in Mexico City because they have this beautiful, massive parade and it's just, it's just gorgeous. So I was out in Mexico City for a month and I was like, all right, like I'm here solo. Um, why not go on a few dates? So I was on the app, I was swiping, doing my thing. And there was this guy that I matched with and he seemed really interesting. Like he spoke like four languages and like he had been traveling a lot and was in Mexico City for a few days. So I was like, you know, why not? Like we hit it off. The conversation was flowing. Like he was like, well, do you want to hang out tomorrow? So this was like a day situation. He's like, I, he had never been to Mexico City and it was my fourth time being there. So I, 
kind of like a, you know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable like with the neighborhoods and just like know all the sites and things of that nature. So I was like, you know what, like I don't have any plans tomorrow, like let's meet up. So we end up meeting right by El Palacio de Bellas Artes. So he ended up being super late, which if you've been to Mexico City and you know that area, like it's usually heavily trafficked like it's just a lot of traffic it's just looks like a parking lot there's just so many so many cars especially midday so he was late which I mean obviously it's like you can't control the traffic um but we're already starting off on the on a bad foot like I'm like dude you know like I well he wasn't just late like he was like more than like he was like half an hour late so I'll just start there so he finally gets there and I'm like hey like what's up and um, so the initial plan was that it was, I think it, that day was Diwali. So I was like, dude, I really want to try some good Indian food. So we were supposed to go get Indian food. And he's like, well, why don't we just do like tacos around? He's like, let's just do like the little, you know, tacos around here. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that too. Like I, I love, you know, you know, trying out all the taquitos, the little puestos, like the street tacos. So we walk over to this place. I'm forgetting the name, but it's like a super famous taco stand. It's right by there. So we ended up going there. And this guy, like, so tacos, especially street tacos, they're not very expensive. Um, so we end up going to this street taco place. And he's like, all right, like I have the first round and you have the second round. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, like I usually I'm used to and, you know, we can talk about this. We can debate. Um, but I'm used to if I'm going on a date with you, you ask me out on a date, you're paying for the first date. So I don't know how you guys feel about that. That's just how I feel. If you ask me out on a date, I'm expecting you to pay. So this guy is like, I got the first round. You have the second round. And I was like, all right, cool. So like I ate two tacos there. So that's a dollar fifty. So I was like, okay, uh, you want to charge me a dollar fifty for these tacos? So we end up eating. Um, and this guy's just on his phone. He's like, he's like, I have a really bad habit. Like I just can't stay off my phone. And I'm sitting there like, this is super awkward. <laughs> like, why am I here? At that point, I was like, this is so weird. So long story short, we eat the tacos. I didn't even get a drink. <laughs> like I just eat the tacos. And so then he beelines to this other taco spot, but it's like a sit down, sit down taco spot. And it's like white linen tables and just like, this is very much more a fancier step up to what we just had. So he paid a few dollars, a dollar fifty for the tacos that I just had, the two tacos. But now he wants to go into this fancy restaurant and he wants me to pay this round. And I was like, absolutely not. At that point, I was already fed up with this dude. Like he was just there was just so many things that I was just like, this is not it. <laughs> like I was just not feeling it. So he's thinking that I'm going to pay for whatever meal he wants to get here. So I was, you know, I was like, all right, like I'm going to try two more tacos. 
So at that point, I was also pretty fed up. So I grabbed my phone and I start texting my friends. I was like, you guys, someone call me and say that there is an emergency. I got to get out of this date. So I ended up ordering two tacos and a drink. And so I ended up eating them. And then I excused myself to go to the bathroom. Remember I said, go to the bathroom, create an escape plan. So that's what I did. So I go to the bathroom. I call, well, I call my friends like, dude, someone call me. Like, (laughs) Someone tell me that I have to be somewhere. Um, and so remember there was a lot of traffic. So in this area that week, I was staying in the Centro Historico, which was really only a few blocks away from there. So I wasn't going to order an Uber because it was probably going to take longer for me to get there than walking. So I go to the bathroom and I come back and I pay for whatever I ate I'm like, you know what, let me just pay for this. I was like, I put the money on the table. I was like, let me just pay for this. And I'm like, hey, I'm really sorry. I actually forgot that I'm meeting up with one of my friends in this other neighborhood for coffee. I got to go. My Uber is outside. Um, And then I just leave. I did not have an Uber outside. My friend was not, I did not have a friend or someone waiting for me to have coffee with. Like, I was just getting out and I was like, I'm not feeling it. So I ended up bailing and I was like, that was just the weirdest thing. Um, but yeah, he, I ended up blocking him because I, we had, honestly, I wouldn't add someone on Instagram like for a first day. Like you don't even know this person, like giving them that much, you know, access to like your personal life. Like another safety tip, do not let someone who you do not know add you on Instagram. Keep it on WhatsApp or texts from personal experience. So I, on my way home, I blocked him on Instagram and I was like, uh, I was not feeling that. I don't want him texting me or anything like that. I'm done with it. Um, so by the time I got back to my Airbnb, I just didn't know how to feel. I was like, did I, I don't know. I was just feeling some type of way and I was like, I just need to share this. So I was sitting on my couch or on the couch and I was like I need to share this so I start recording like voice like voice uh, memos onto my phone and I was like I need to share this with someone else so I start uploading these little voice memos onto my story and so I'm uploading them I'm uploading them and everyone's tuning in (laughs) like friends I hadn't talked to in a long time we're just DMing me asking for updates so like what happened what's going on so I'm updating them I'm like posting all these stories and everyone's like I can't believe that happened to you and everyone's like dude you should totally start a podcast like you have a great voice for a podcast and just it would be lots of fun to share your travel stories and your experiences and just like solo traveling because I was like one of the biggest solo trips I've done to the to this date like it was a whole it was five weeks because I spent a month in Mexico City and then another week in Oaxaca um but yeah that was really what what um kind of inspired this this podcast and was I had been thinking about it for a little while and I was like should I do this um but that's what really inspired it and then a few months later so like earlier this year you know I, I bought my mic I taught myself how to record how to edit how to publish on you know on different um sites like you know obviously if you're listening either on spotify or apple um but yeah that's really what (laughs) it's like a full circle moment we're talking about dating and 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 the podcast um so yeah
that's essentially kind of a, a app date gone wrong and an app date that I just didn't feel like I wanted to be in anymore. So I was like, I need to get out of this situation. So yeah, create your escape plan. Get out of there if you don't feel... Like, I just didn't feel like he was respecting my time or he was just on his phone. Just, I don't know. Like, it just wasn't what I really signed up for. So, I was like, I'm going to excuse myself, go back to my Airbnb and um, order some snacks or some food and just just be with myself. So, yeah. Um, That is the end of this episode. Um. Thank you so much for being here, for tuning in. Um, I hope that you were able to learn a thing or two. Remember, be in the right headspace. Have no expectations. Have so much fun, whether it's your first date um, abroad or if you've done it before. Just, you know, go and open-minded. Have fun. Be safe. Um And yeah, don't let someone pressure you into doing something you don't want to do or just if you feel like you have to get out of a situation, I'm telling you, get out of that situation. And um, yeah, thank you so much for being here again. I really appreciate you. Like I said, I'm going to try to be more consistent and keep uploading um, here on the podcast. I love to hear suggestions on episodes that you'd like for me to record um so go ahead and follow me on instagram at we're going on a trip podcast um i love to you know talk to you there um but yeah until next time bye